0: for real like my favorite song of all time now it's like my jams for 2020 pandemic summer and I'm very fortunate lucky and good that uh, somehow we've been able to get the greatness of Brianna winner to be on the
1: podcast
0: with us (laughs) thank you
1: you're welcome I got it before we
0: yeah, before so we get into the MBA, right? Uh, we always get to the business meeting has to have a purpose and an outcome. So the purpose of the podcast is to make me money. Uh, we got people who have made me a lot of money throughout the years with picks uh, to make me money. right? The second part of it is to make you money, right? We teach you business and financial concepts. I have an MBA. I have a master of science. I have securities licenses clients that work 50 million and above i make them a lot of money and we have a a philosophy of abundance not scarcity so we want to share information to eliminate financial illiteracy and uh wealth inequality right then we also have a motivational podcast we just had uh halata from Disney streaming and she has an incredible podcast a in 100,000 do- downloads a month. And she uh, was gracious enough with an uh, abundance of to be able to share information with us. Man, I was listening back again, I got pumped. But man, it's always better to be lucky than good, right? And we went on the Sky and VR show we got guys that have made me money like first report phd I've looked up the eagles for the encyclopedic knowledge of the eagles made money using this information Razor gym and now brianna Winner is making me money like crazy thank
1: you so much and you're welcome
0: <laughs> <laughs> how did it feel i gotta ask you how did it feel to go nine and one Nine to one, and I know your bankroll blew up. My blew up. I just woke up in the morning. I was like, "Damn, we got
1: this kid." Well, I mean, for me, sometimes I usually like with baseball, I look at who's pitching, right. but I also try to wait for the lineups, and I because I know they come out like an hour or two prior to the game. But usually, it's just the pitchers. Like for the Toronto Blue Jays game that's going on right now, I just saw Ryu pitching, and I'm like, "Oh, they're winning." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Man, so you are on a serious roll and that was an uh, off of picking the nuggets like the night before. So man, that was that was eleven and one. Brianna Winner blowing up like bankroll. And even more impressive was uh her knowledge of Lou Brock. I got a text last night or a Slack and you're like, Oh, Lou Brock died and you know I was like, Oh no way because this is an icon growing up. Lou Brock, everybody, he started with the Cubs, but he became a legend and Hall of Famer with the St. Louis Cardinals. So how did you even know who Lou Brock was?
1: Um, I have family in Chicago. My dad was born there. Okay. And he oh, okay. And they told me that he had passed, but then I looked him up later. Um, but I also saw that the Cubs and the Cardinals both did a moment of silence prior to their game starting. So that's kind of... Also, how I figured it out. Oh, okay, okay.
0: And, and so, growing up, right? Were you a Cubs fan, or was your dad a Cubs fan?
1: Growing up, yeah, like 2016. Obviously, <laughs> I've got the uh, picture right there of them winning the World Series. I was in Colorado going to school, and I call him after they win, and I'm like, "How are you feeling?" He's like, "I think i <laughs> I
0: was gonna ask you that. I was gonna I mean, ask you. I
1: mean, I mean, 108 years drunk. Right. Um,
0: so, did your dad it, ever tell you the story about? I guess what is it? I forgot. A
1: goat.
0: Right. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> that is so awesome. That's so awesome. So before we get to your Clippers and Lakers report, yes, one one more question, and that is, how does your dad feel? How do you feel about Steve Barton?
1: I honestly don't know how either of us feel about Steve Bartman. <laughs>
0: That's Steve Bartman is the guy. And I even got my, my wife hates sports. And I got her to see the 30 for 30 on Steve Bartman.
1: OK, right? and now that I remember, it's like um, right. I know for, everybody was pissed. For, with for years, fans
0: have been debating about it. You know, it, I mean, it, he, they, they, he cost he cubs the World Series when he interfered <laughs> with a foul block.
1: But at the same time, he was, lis- he was listening to the broadcast, which was delayed. So he right. didn't even know until it actually happened. No,
0: Brianna, I'll ask you. You would never I'm not even gonna ask you, I know you enough. Uh you know we know each other a couple months, but I know right now, right away, you would never fall into the, the field of play and interfere with a with a guy trying to catch a ball, especially in the playoffs. <laughs> I know 100%. I I probably
1: wouldn't even have a seat that close. So I don't think it would have mattered.
0: (laughs) Yes, you will. The way you're picking games, you definitely are going to have a seat. You're going to be in the suite (laughs) paying 180. Man, 11 11, 1. Uh, Definitely. Because I was thinking about it, man. This is the beginning of your pronosticating career and you're going 11 1 already. I'm like, man, she's going to end up making millions of dollars. Not only betting on the games, but the logic behind it, right? Ooh, preparation. Man, the future. future looks bright for Brianna Winter. I'm um, gonna see her in sunglasses a lot. Because <laughs> the future is so bright for Brianna Winter. Man, exciting stuff, exciting stuff. 11-1. So, what Are your thoughts. What's going on with the Clippers?
1: Well, obviously, they're playing right now in game three. They're currently down by two at halftime. Um, And it's still halftime as I'm watching it on my computer. Um, But obviously, game one, they basically destroyed the Nuggets, 120 to 97. Kawhi had 29 points. Uh, Paul George had 19. Marcus Morris had 18. And there were three different players on the team that had seven rebounds. Whereas game two, when they lost by nine, um, Paul George was the only player that had 20 plus points. So obviously you can see how much they were guarding Kawhi, how much they're trying to stop them from going on any run, trying to stop most players from even getting anywhere close to 20 points. Kawhi had 13 with 10 rebounds and Zubak had 15 points. And he was the last highest before um, Paul George. So... I mean, there were multiple players over 10 points, but not many over 20. And obviously, it showed. And then Jermichael Green was the only person that had, like, 11 rebounds in the game. And obviously, Patrick Beverly. There is something to say about Patrick Beverly in there. Right. Um, obviously, he got fined $25,000 for uh, verbal abuse of a game official. And he was ejected with 107 left in the game and with, had two fouls within four seconds and then started arguing. In that case, you've got like a minute left. Don't argue. Right. Like, your team needs you. Don't argue. Just tough it out for the last minute, and then you can do it. He probably still would have been fined, but at least this way he wouldn't have been ejected. And then, like I said, game three is going on right now, and the third quarter has just started.
0: Yeah, and we talk a lot about it in all the podcasts. And my wife's a psychotherapist. But it bleeds into the sports world in its emotional control, and Patrick Beverly obviously didn't have it. Uh, people are talking about Djokovic, uh, not having it. How he hit the linesman, even though it's inadvertent. He did it out of anger and out of uh, not being able to control his anger and impulse control issues, which Patrick Ber- Beverly has always had. He's always had emotional issues. Now. The same can be said for uh, J.R. Smith for the Lakers. He has impulse control and anger issues. Same thing can be said for uh, Ray John Rondo, who's on the Lakers as well. And that's gonna be uh, something interesting to see in the playoffs and something people are missing, right? Uh, Doc Rivers, people talked about his emotional control issues when he was talking about Black Lives Matter uh, he was crying, and uh, him controlling his emotions that way. Sometimes it's good to get your emotions out, get them out of the way. You can't hold them in and then explode like a volcano. Uh, but now, when you when you cross the line, it's when you uh, lose money in real life, right? When you're losing money or you're hurting relationships with your family members, but in sports is when you're hurting your team. So if his anger control issues are so severe that he can't get suspended and can't play, right? That's something you have to factor in when you're evaluating teams and players and you're looking at the the playoffs, who has that type of emotional control and really, uh, you have to hold it in until you get to the locker room, right? Because the locker room is off the limits. Uh, nobody goes in there for those reasons, right? So guys can be themselves and can be emotional before they let the press come in, right? But he couldn't control their emotions. He he couldn't control his emotions at all. And now, uh, I might have missed it. Is he, is he going to be suspended?
1: Um, I'm not sure, but I know he's playing in this game, so probably not. Probably just the fine. He was already uh, yeah. ejected with two technical fouls anyway, so in the last game. So I don't think he's going to get suspended. All right.
0: So he's on the borderline. So if he does it again, most likely he'll get suspended. Probably. But it's something to watch. Yeah. Because it, it bleeds into listening to the coach and adjustments, right? Uh, a lot of people don't understand that uh, you don't wait till halftime to make adjustments. You, uh, do it in game, right? But if you got a guy like uh, like Patrick Beverly who's emotional, who, you know, who, who's not feeling it that night, he's not listening to the adjustments. So it might be at halftime when you sit him down, calm him down and, be in, and able to communicate. That's something to watch against uh, Denver, but for those on the live stream, go to my bookie AG, put promo code ESBC, get a 100% match and bet the Clippers on the money line second half bet. Because like coach subtle, who was the coach of James Harden in high school said, Denver doesn't have talent. They have a lot of great coaching, Malone's a great coach. They have uh, the center, who's awesome, however, they're not overall as talented as the Lakers, and believe me, uh, 100% Patrick Beverly is going to play that second half with a chip on his shoulder, and right now as we speak, uh, I'm going on my bookie, AG, and uh, placing my halftime bet on uh, the Clippers, and let me see what the, what the line is. Yeah, if you have your brother over, Brianna, that's, that's a good bet. Always I don't know that.
1: they're currently losing.
0: <laughs> right, so you're going to get a good line. Wow. And uh, BYU is covering us in college football, so we win 100% college football, Brianna. So we're on a serious roll. Right now, our Twitter... Uh, Right now, our podcast, right now, the stream is currency, man. You're listening to us right now. We are making you money. And uh, Let me go place this bet, and we'll get this uh, live stream going. Because, hey, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, I was talking to my 80-year-old Jewish financial mentor. He told me, listen, uh, it's still minus 105, yeah, minus 205 on my bookie. So they all feel that the the Clippers have more talent. But he told me, listen, Josh, uh, after the election in January, there's gonna be another recession. And that recession is gonna be the worst recession of all times. And he's been 100% right. And he's very, very, very generous with his time, with his information. Uh, one of his kids who's 55 is independently wealthy. He's always having me contact him. And uh, he, he is he is family. And he's like, that's so we have a way here to, to make money, right? We have a system that's worked for 12 years uh, my wife, Anna, $32,000 worth of uh, gasoline. Uh, you know what? Thank you, Brianna, because the Nuggets pick you gave me the last time and in 9-1 and baseball played for Anna's gas for the whole rest of the, <laughs> the, rest of the month because we're not going anywhere. So thank you very much. Thank you very kindly. And it's always been lucky and good. There was no telling uh, when we met Brianna, and uh, she so graciously decided to come on the podcast that she would be this brilliant and this good. <laughs> so we're very, very lucky to have her. Now, what are your thoughts in report on the Lakers?
1: Well, obviously the Lakers got killed game one to the Rockets. They lost 1-12 to 97. Obviously that was something that the Rockets needed to prove is like the, hey, they can compete with the big boys. Like they're not somebody to be taken advantage of. Um, Obviously, they went to game seven against OKC and won that last game by, I want to say, like, within five points. Um, And game one, LeBron had 20 points, eight rebounds, seven assists, and AD had um, 25 points and 14 rebounds. But when they won game two by 12 points, LeBron had a double-double with 28 points and 11 rebounds with nine assists. And then AD scored almost 10 more points than the... Prior game with 34 points and also had 10 rebounds obviously his rebounds went down but his points went up so if the Lakers want to keep winning that's what they need to do is like they have to share the wealth and obviously uh, in both games LeBron and Anthony Davis were the only players with 20 plus points and in game two they also got more help with the bench uh, with bench points so they need to make sure their bench is gonna be scoring they need to make sure that they're helping out otherwise they're not gonna win
0: Right, right, and they got a big boost with Rondo. Uh, I love in the playoffs watching P.J. Tucker and the rebounding guys, uh, Coach Subtle, uh, and I would encourage everybody to listen to that podcast where we have Coach Subtle on. Uh, It's about a month ago, and, man, was he so accurate. Well, he's a coach, right? He's an NBA player. He played in the NBA. Uh, He was – the strength and conditioning coach at Northbridge, Northridge basketball for six years. Uh, he is in the WCC Hall of Fame. <laughs> uh, he played for Pepperdine with Coach. Uh, we am going to have him on the show. Coach Jim, we're going to have him on the show. Man, Brianna Winner is going to have a great interview, right, with Jim Herrick. Yeah. Bring your dad on.
1: <laughs> no, but I know so guys, might might the <laughs> somebody else who might want to come on there. I know somebody else who might want to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well have you and your dad uh, interview Coach Harik, or you by yourself if you want. You're the boss. Uh, and he was coached by Coach Harry in that famous game when they lost to Valano. Valano went on to win the national championship in North, Car- in North Carolina State. And what Coach Soto was saying is rebounding, right? So it's going to be co- it's interesting. The last game they started, and they were sending a message, right? The Lakers sent a message last game when they started JaVel McGee. So what they're saying is, okay, we're going to go toe-to-toe rebounding with you. And uh, AD doesn't look good to me. AD seems like his uh, – even though he's a phenomenal player, he's playing great. He looks hurt to me. He's not playing at 100%. So JaVale McGee is going to be key, uh, as old as he is. And, and, and at the end of the day, the, the reason I think the Clippers are going to still take the West, and we got a big bet, and you can bet it yourself, take the Clippers to win the West. It's because of Zubox, right? Uh, If the Rockets can hang in there like they're doing rebounding, they might take the series, right? So rebounding is going to be a key. That's what Coach Suttle said. Rebounding is going to be a key. Uh, And I think Zubox is going to be the difference why the Clippers are going to take it. And in this series, a guy like P.J. Tucker is going to be interesting. Another element that intrigues me about Houston is Eric Gordon right? Eric Gordon can take over a game. He can go for 40 and take over a game. And people are going off on Harden for choking in game seven and getting a lucky block and they're saying, oh, that's not up the hook. His legacy he needs to have a big series. However, Eric Gordon can play. Eric Gordon can take over a game, right? He can carry a team. So can Russell breastwork. So he's got a little bit of backup, right? And, and the other thing is that during the regular season, These guys don't play defense, okay? But obviously, Harden knows how to play defense if he wants to, all right? He was coached by Herb Sendick, who's now the coach of Santa Clara, coached him at uh, Arizona State after Coach Suttle coached him. Believe me, Coach Suttle taught him defense. He can play defense when he wants to. He's a phenomenal athlete. So when push comes to shove, I mean, Rondo's in his mid-30s, but the importance he brings in is confidence and be able to hit the clutch shot and get him in the right play in clutch time. And Rondo is one of the few people on the team that can tell LeBron to shut up. Shut up, LeBron. This is what we're going to do. All right. Nobody else can do that other than maybe AD, but AD is kind of an introvert, right? He's introverted a little bit. Like uh, I want to call her coach winner. She's the betting coach winner. She's doing really well. Brianna Winner, man. The phenomenal Winter circle. Uh, 11-1 as far as my bets are concerned. And her bets bought my wife, Anna, a whole month of gas. Tonight. But back to the to the Lakers, the, the bottom line is going to be rebounding, right? And then Rondo getting him in the right play. And I don't think Vogel or even Jason Kidd can tell LeBron to shut up but Rondo can, so that's gonna be huge uh, for the Lakers uh, moving forward. So you're on this ridiculous 95% run right now, uh, 91 baseball, you were 2-0 NBA, so that's 11-1. and So we're gonna go, I'm not an idiot, right? We're gonna go with a person who's on that huge, humongous hot streak. What is going to go down tomorrow?
1: Uh, well, the first game of the day is going to be the Heat and the Bucks. Obviously, the Heat are up 3-1 to one in the series, and I really don't think Milwaukee's coming back. No. I, th- no there's would- no way. So, obviously, I think that the Heat are going to win, and they're just going to run away with the series and go into the next round. Um, and then tomorrow night, the Lakers and the Rockets. Obviously, the Rockets – want to come back strong. They want payback, and I think that they're going to do it. So I think the Rockets will overtake the Lakers tomorrow.
0: Right. So we're going to go with – Brianna thinks the Rockets are going to win. I'm thinking the Rockets are going to cover the plus six. So what you want to do is put $100 on the Rockets plus six. And man, maybe go with a hot hand, the winner circle, Brianna Winner, and put a nice money line bet. Put ten bucks on a money line. So, if the Lakers do win and the Rockets cover the six, you stay, you make money. Because that's the point, right? Uh, I own three businesses. If you own a business, eighty percent of your time has to be in revenue generating activity. And believe me, listening to what Brianna Winner says is revenue-generating activity. And her Twitter line, her Twitter uh, profile, right, is currency. So the picks for tomorrow is your Miami Heat on the money line against the Milwaukee Bucks, depleted Milwaukee Bucks, gone and served, and the Houston Rockets plus six in a small bet on the money line. If you want to continue to leverage the massive heat uh, heat wave, hot streak that the winner circle is in, a winner.
1: <laughs>
0: Congratulations, man.
1: Thank you. You're doing amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I know my baseball. What do you expect?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you do. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And we'll make sure uh, that we're putting on our Twitter uh, the picks for baseball moving forward. And uh, our NBA picks. We'll make sure they're on there every day and then starting Thursday night. It's the NFL, and man, we're 6-0 college football. So we're, we're very fortunate, lucky, and good, and we're 70 to 80% in the last 12 years, right? And this is why, and I love to do it in, in real time. <laughs> Instead of picking games with, with my buddies, you know, back and forth, texting these days, uh, we we're, we're have a, a philosophy and a practice of abundance, and not being selfish and being shared with the world how much fun we have picking games. So that was a lot of fun going 9-1, Yeah, a
1: little bit.
0: <laughs> All right, final words. We'll get the final words too. The phenomenal, the incredible Brianna winner, the winner circle.
1: Well, Clippers are still losing and the Lakers want to keep winning. They really need their rebounding. They really need their bench to pick up right. the pace. They really need their bench to just start making their shots and getting points. they are not going to win without
0: it. 100%. All right. So that's, man, we can't give you more value than that. In the middle of a recession, in a pandemic, 52.5% is break even. We're at 70 to 80%. Uh, you go to my book EAG, promo code e. SBC, you get 100% match and come to us for the picks. We can't give more value than that, make it more simpler than that. And we're very fortunate, lucky, and good to be able to do that. And we always, we don't just walk the walk. We don't just talk, talk, rather. We don't just talk about it. We do it, right? Actions speak louder than words, and our record speaks for itself. And we always close with the great words of the man who got us through War, War II, Sir Winston Churchill. You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give and give you picks. Thank you for listening to the ESBC NBA podcast. That's why this one goes cost 800 dollars And that costs to dollars And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shit in the works.
1: That's why I'm our-